bathers, and welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. And each episode of this podcast, we bring in different audio dispatches on a theme. I don't know what Sam has brought, he doesn't know what I've brought, and we share them with each other. It's a podcast about ideas. These ideas, these audio dispatches, can be anything. A song, an interview, a borderline unlistenable sound art piece. All manner of shit is welcome in the bathroom. So today's theme is... Paint. Paint. Now, (laughs) this is a fun uh, theme for an episode. You came up with this theme idea, Chris. This is one of mine, yeah. And uh, pushed it very hard. I was really into this. You were very into paint and I said, no, we can't do paint. It's a podcast. How could we possibly do a podcast about paint? I think there, therein lies the challenge. It's a visual medium uh, represented in, a, in an audio platform. And it's been a struggle. <laughs> it's been a struggle? Yeah. For you? Yeah. Really? I've seen you struggle too, Chris. I've, got, I've, had, I've had some struggles. <laughs> More tech issues than anything else. I mean, that, that, actually, that has been most of the struggle, is trying to make the interface between sound mm, and vision interesting the interface that between- feels like it's a little bit of a, a sneak peek into what you might have brought what kind of things can we expect from you today sam well chris i've got um a very short uh in air quotes song that i've made with an interesting instrument okay and um i've also got a first us which is an actual video game let's play oh wow so just like your favorite youtubers uh, we're bringing that to the podcast. So yeah, we'll see how that works. Well, Very, yeah, don't, don't tell us too much, Sam. Two, obviously... two truly experimental things, way out of my comfort zone. So what have you got, Chris? I've got a few things. Got a little uh, audio documentary for you. Um, and a bit of music, of course. Uh, and then I've got a little quiz. A I'm, quiz at the end. I'm going to challenge you to a little quiz quiz. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see how you do with that. All right. Uh, so, let's get on with the show. Let's get on with it. So this is about art history and a representation of uh, art through the ages. <laughs> kind of reiterating some of the things that you said in the introduction how do you represent a visual medium in an audio platform so i downloaded this program called sonic photo and basically it transforms uh photos into some kind of weird sound like it's a representation of a visual thing yeah literally the thing that we're looking for for this podcast yeah so I thought, hey, let's take some of the great masters of of paint, yeah, and see what they all sound like. Okay. Uh, so uh, first in the big lineup of uh, modern painting art or whatever <laughs> is J M W Turner. Oh, big hitter! Big hit, big hitter! Uh, English romanticist landscape painter. They like to do a lot of stuff like with boats and uh, sunsets, sea and yeah. stuff like that. And now here is an audio representation of his 1842 smash hit painting, <laughs> Snowstorm, colon, Steamboat Off a Harbour's Mouth. 
So do you want to tell the listeners what the painting looks like? Uh, I mean, I recommend that you just look this <laughs> look, look at the painting <laughs> while you listen to the pieces, maybe. But um, yeah, it's a stormy sea. I guess there's snow. A lot of white. So that's why I thought it might be very high pitched because of the, the brightness of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, there's <laughs> a lot of white. There's a lot of white in this. But that's what uh, just, Turner did a lot of like... He was like pre-impressionist, right? Oh, yeah. Well, like the best Turner paintings are... You know, they all they all play with like... I've seen a Turner that's done at night with just like the moonlight on the water. And it's just so interesting because you look at it and it's like... You're like, yeah, that's a nighttime scene. But how do you paint that? I don't. I just can't... Yeah, I yeah. can't comprehend how you could possibly paint that because it looks so dark. But there's such subtle like light and it's so realistic and interesting. Anyway, Turner. Turner's a good artist, Chris. Great painter. For <laughs> me, I don't know about you, Sam. I like him. Yeah, definitely. Next up in our little art history roundup is that uh, plucky little Spanish artist. You know him. You love him. He's a, a cube man. <laughs> He's a cube man. <laughs> He's a Pablo Picasso. So here is his 1937 ditty entitled Guernica. I should say at this point that I only got the demo version of this program, so I can only get 10 seconds worth of Guernica okay. um, sound. Uh, but I think that was enough yeah, to get uh, an impression of the painting. To be honest, Chris, I wasn't very impressed with the with the Turner sound piece. Compared, oh, really? Compared to the dr- drama of the painting, it was very monotonous. But Guernica. But Guernica was really... Oh. It really... Because f- that's, you know... That's a very famous painting. That's pretty famous about a pretty what? horrible thing. Yeah, it's a, you know, anti-war painting and it was that was very unnerving and very like chaotic and good, good. I like that one. Well done, Pablo. Well done, Pablo for your painting. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Let's let's get on to another man. There's lots of men. I'm really sorry for for all the men. <laughs> but you know him, you love him. He likes his soup. He likes advertising. He's a big pop art bloke in a little tiny Polish immigrant's body. And he's called Andy Warhol. And here he is with his 1962 mega hit, Marilyn Diptych. It's about what you'd think, isn't it? Yeah, I like that one. You can hear, it's almost like a conveyor belt. Yeah. Because that's one of his ones where he does multiple prints. Quite repetitive. Of Marilyn Monroe. And the left-hand side is sort of orange and very colourful. The right-hand side is all grey and kind of faded. Yeah. And it felt like, it sounded like a conveyor belt. Like sort of consumerism. (laughs) And there was a lot of repetition in there. Almost like the barcode for the painting. Yeah. The painting yeah. is a bit like a barcode. It felt like a signal from another world as well, oh, like a radio signal. Oh, don't be almost, silly. Some, almost something like broadcast over the airwaves. Perhaps. Do you think it's him himself yeah. communicating? Communicating to us from, from beyond the grave. Oh, we've gone from the English Romantics from uh, the early 18th century through to Pablo. 
and then, and then the 1960s. Let's bring it up to date. Let's uh, play sounds of a modern day master. Here is what a Delamere sounds like. There you go. Mm. Harrowing. There was some shades of uh, Warhol and Picasso in that one. That's what I am. Maybe for. a touch of Turner as well. So, uh, yeah, you could really hear the influences. I mean, I'm more and more convinced the more I use this program that it's just a synthesizer. <laughs> and whatever photo you put in, uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, just mess around with these settings and it'll make something. Can I see that picture, Chris? Because obviously the bathers out there. Have no. Been... What? What do you mean, no? You've heard it. Yeah, but I want to see it. You can't see it yet. All right. I'm afraid there's a cue for you seeing it at the end of my next dispatch. Oh, okay. Oh, it's but, a cliffhanger. But yeah, I wonder if that gives you some ideas of what it might look like. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. so that's a little little uh, foreshadowing. Okay. Of the painting that you may see. Sure. Um, but not yet. All right. Well. Um. So. I guess now we've done, we've covered like 200 years of our history there <laughs> pretty comprehensively. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty good, da. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, over to you, Sam, see what you can do. <laughs> All right. So, my first dispatch basically, I had the same idea as you, Chris. Oh, no. <laughs> Always happens, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's the obvious idea. So, like, when we were talking about this for the first time, I was like, I don't want to do paint. I've got no ideas. Chris persuaded me into it. And I said, mm-hmm. screw it. I've got an idea. I, I just had an idea. Yeah. And I feel like it's the first idea that you had as well, which is I want to make a painting into sound. Yes. Like quite literally figure out how to do it. Mm. Now there is ways of doing this. You can mess with a JPEG file, like a an image on your computer and just turn that code into a WAV file. There is ways of doing that. Yeah. But that is truly unlistenable sound art like oh is it that bad you, yeah it's just like noise it's like and like in the past we've done you know those pieces of art that you just did they were very short and they mm. weren't unlistenable bathers i tried really hard to not make unlistenable sound art but anyway so there's a lot of backstory behind this so i was thinking about turning uh, images into sound and so i did some research on the internet now the first thing that i remember coming across which is a while ago which is a thing called oscilloscope music so basically you have a musical piece you also send the signal through an oscilloscope that draws a picture in uh, a two-dimensional plane and if you're very very clever you can make like a music video to the music and the music and the video are the same thing and you have to tune your oscilloscope right and you tune the music right There's a guy who's done an album of this, and it's really interesting and really good. And I thought, ah, oscilloscope music, maybe I can do that. It's very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) So the artist is called Jerobeam Fenderson. Good artist name. Good artist name. Uh, I think the album is just called Oscilloscope Music, and it is unbelievable. So uh, just go and watch that. Uh, That's amazing. That sounds pretty good. But then I was looking, I went beyond that, and I was trying to find if other people had hidden images inside their music turns out you may have heard of a small artist called aphex twin Mm. now aphex twin has a song that you may have heard called window liquor i've heard of it very famous song now at the end of window liquor there is a spiral 
if you visualize the music correctly, there is actually a spiral um, in the uh, sort of spectrogram of the music. Okay, yeah. And also, Mr. Twin, and the B-side to that song has a song called Equation, which is borderline unlistable sound art, but he's Aphex Twin, so it's okay. In that one, he has a picture of his face, like at the end of the song. Ah. There's just like a picture of his face, and you can watch it on YouTube, and it the spectrogram goes across, and there's his face staring out at you. So I was like, there must be a way of doing this. Like this, yeah, yeah. Mr. Aphex Twin can't draw his face into a computer, so there must be a piece of software. I dug and dug, and I found that piece of software. Turns out, these pieces of software are inspired by a thing called the ANS Synthesizer. Now, the ANS Synthesizer was a synthesizer made by underground electronic music pioneers in Russia, kind of renegade communist engineers. So there's only one of these synthesizers that exists, and it was an experiment, and they couldn't pursue it because communism. So the way that it works is basically uh, going up and down. Mm. That's um, the pitch of the notes. So you have like a keyboard. Up and down is pitch. Side to side is time. Right. So when you press go, it goes from left to right. A line scans across, and then the bright, yes. the, yeah. the like uh, brightness of say a pixel mm-hmm. in this two-dimensional thing is how loud that pitch will come at that time. So you can then produce sound by um, drawing. So there is a virtual version of this called Virtual ANS, made by some Russian guy. And I challenged myself. I was like, I'm not going to use any other instrument. I'm going to master yeah, the virtual yeah. ANS. Turns out the virtual ANS is not a very good piece of music production software. It's very hard to make anything listenable. Well, I imagine it's completely counterintuitive because to make something listenable in music terms, you'd have to purposefully go against all of your instincts in the drawing terms. You're basically trying to do them both at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've, done, I've done my best... But I managed to do something. It's a one-minute piece, and I would recommend... We will put this uh, on our Instagram, probably, because it'll fit there. But I'll, I'll play it now for those who can't see. So those two peaks in sound towards the end of that song were were my face and Sam's face. Yeah. So if you could see what I'm looking at right now, (laughs) it's really weird. It looks like a a music program interface now because you've had to manually sort of sketch in blocks of pitch. Not exactly. So basically the way that I've made this is... I've taken in a sample of a beat. The problem with is that if you import a piece of music into this software, it just makes everything really muddy because it's all so blurred. It's not very precise, like the amount of pixels and everything. The problem is you're turning the sound waves into pixels and then drawing based on pixels and it basically makes everything very muddy and mixed up. So first of all, I made the beat 
which was turning sound into an image. And then I imported some images of Chris and I, which I then have heavily edited to make them sound like not a complete mess. And then I've added some extra things. So it says, it's all about looking, which is actually a quote from David Hockney. But yeah, yeah, it was... It kind of really, really fucks with my head. Because I'm looking at the image right now and I'm seeing the like the cursor run along it from left to right yeah. reading it yeah and it's just not right like there's something <laughs> really fundamentally wrong <laughs> i don't know it's like one of those old um organs that had all the little uh, yeah. the little raised bumps on the yeah 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 it's exactly like that pretty much it makes a lot of really interesting sounds and if you want to make some real like sci-fi whooshy mm. noises it'll do that like it really it's like good. a chaos pad isn't it yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, sort of yeah. like a a random noise generator yeah i'm very open to those i like them <laughs> so so yeah oh. that was called it's all about looking because it literally says it literally said it in the music it said it in the music <laughs> like uh, do you understand this listener <laughs> yeah this is like the- <laughs> do you understand this also, I would like to add that I did uh, make the writing in uh, Microsoft Paint, so just, oh, to, just to bring it back the to paint, the theme, because we've paint, gone paint. pretty away from the theme here, but it's, yeah, a, it's sure. a quote from a painter that I typed out in Microsoft Paint, so it is on theme. Great. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back there, Sam. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. So we've gone pretty obscure with it. We've tried to do a... Abstract. Yeah, a representation of a representation inside a representation. Yeah. I thought, let's go back to basics. Let's go... Let's go roar on this ship. I just recorded a sort of wonky art diary of the making of a painting. And you've heard this painting, Sam. <laughs> how how often can you say that you heard a painting coming before you saw it? Never? Like literally never. Yeah. So having heard its final form, you're now going to hear its creation process. I'm going to do some painting. I thought, <laughs> painting, painting bathroom, painting on bathrooms. What can I do with that? Toothbrush. I could paint with a toothbrush. And then I thought, no, let's try and be creative with the process. Remove the brush. No brush. I'm going to paint with my teeth. I'm going to paint with my teeth. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm going to put paint in my mouth. And then I'm going <laughs> to... Bear my teeth to the canvas. I don't. I don't know. I'm putting down a layer of white paint. I don't really know why. I'm just trying to go with my gut a little bit here. Um, white is teeth, I guess. Uh, I might put a little bit of blue, like a suggestion of mouthwash. So I've not got to the teeth yet. But I want to make it kind of uh, have a loose sort of form to begin with, like a backdrop, before I then (laughs) start using my teeth on it. I was about to start painting with my teeth onto this brushed blue and white canvas, but then I went downstairs and had a little chat with my housemates and said, I'm going to put some acrylic paint in my mouth. Is that a good idea? And they went, no, that's not a good idea. We decided that 
food colouring and uh, yoghurt might make for good substitute paint. So I think I'm going to have to go to Asda and get some yoghurt and some food colouring. So I'm in the bathroom. I've got some yoghurt food colouring paints and I'm going to start biting the canvas with these paints. See what happens. Well, I've reached a bit of a creative impasse uh, with this. I've applied the yoghurt paints to my teeth and then tried to bite the canvas. And it's just not really sticking. Yoghurt's a bit too runny. My teeth can't can't really get any purchase on the canvas. So it doesn't work. But I guess this is part of the creative process. But what do I do now? So I've put the canvas in the bathtub. Uh... And I think I'm just going to throw the yoghurt paints on the canvas and see what happens. That's quite nice. This orange does look like some kind of vicious curry sauce diarrhoea. I think I put too much on now. I've got the shower out. I think I'm just going to wash the canvas now. I don't really know why. So I've left the painting to dry for a couple of days. I don't know if it's really dried. Uh, some of the colours have sort of merged together a bit more. It's not as defined as it was. There's been some spreading of liquid across the canvas. There is also <laughs> occupational hazard of painting with yoghurt, maybe. There's also two dead flies uh, on the canvas stuck in the yoghurt. Uh, it's pretty disgusting. But it's all part of the creative process, maybe. We're a few days into the making of this painting now. Uh, the yoghurt has dried almost completely. Um, some of the colours have got a bit thicker, a bit darker. Um, as you'd expect from something which is a live bacteria. <laughs> um, the dead fly bodies are still part of the painting. But I think I'm going to come full circle on this. And I'm... I'm going to use um, a toothbrush to apply the paint. The very thing that I was avoiding uh, or alluding to maybe when I was trying to paint with my teeth, I'm going to use now. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. Alright, I think this painting is done. Um, I'm going to have to take it down on the train to our episode recording and present it to Sam in all its glory. What do you think it looks like? That is a good question. I uh, like uh, So Chris is holding the painting before me right now, but 
the back of the painting towards me, so I've still not seen it. I have a picture in my head of what it looks like. Or like an open mouth, but full of brown curry sauce. And uh, with a couple of dead flies. But also I've got, a, I've got the sound of the painting as well. So I know it kind of... It's sort of the same, then it changes. And then it's sort of the same for a little bit. And then it changes again. Maybe. And uh, Do you want to see it? Yeah, go on then. It's much more... Uh, <laughs> It's better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, Chris is showing me the painting now. It's uh, sort of like a red-orange... You weren't kidding about the sort of curry sauce diarrhea colour, were you? No. <laughs> a red-orange explosion from the bottom right-hand corner um, on kind of a white and blue background. And it's dynamic. Thanks. And now I'm like, is that what it sounded like? And... <laughs> Huh. Well, you know what, Sam? That's yours. You can have that. Ah, oh, thanks. Wait. Mmm. <laughs> nice. Nice cheesy yogurt and two dead flies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you found them. I found one of them. Oh, poor fella. It's like Where's Wally, but with de- dead flies. Ah, oh, thanks, Chris. I mean, this is definitely something. I was really impressed with it how It is a the... little bit disgusting. Yeah, no, it's totally disgusting. Like, not just the... Yogurt is not my new medium. I'm not, I'm not like... <laughs> but not just the process or the... Uh, like, the actual image itself... Is a bit... Is a, a little well, gross. It had a lot to do with bathrooms, didn't it? Yeah. That can get fecal at times. <laughs> I, would... I think there, were, there was some, you know, without my knowing it, a lot of raw sort of bodily things going on there. I wanted to do it with my teeth, but then at the end, it looked like diarrhea. <laughs> it's made up of food. Yeah, it's got dead flies on it's it. It's got dead bodies on it. Like, there's some kind of real raw shit going on there, man. Yeah. And that's art, right? That's how art is. Um, it's not a kitchen painting. It's not. It's a bit disgusting. But that's kind of good. It's it's like, I always say that good art should make you feel something, right? You should have some emotional response mm, mm, to good art. That is what they say. That is, that, well, that's my personal At opinion. At least you felt something. And this does make me feel a little queasy. A little unwell. <laughs> <laughs> I find processes interesting. Yeah. There's this um, documentary on BBC iPlayer. It's in like the BBC Four Collections website with an abstract painter called John Holland, who's actually from Sheffield. And he was filmed during Six Days in September, and the film is called Six Days in September. And it shows him in the process of making an abstract painting. And he talks about his processes. It's very, it's very pretentious, and he's all kind of like... He's <laughs> one of those kind of like jittery characters. He keeps like sort of moving his shoulders, like there's something going on inside of his body, and he's like trying to work out what he wants. Painting is kind of like... Putting yourself into a problem and then trying to get yourself out of it. Yeah. Or you're following a process, seeing where it leads you. Yeah. Getting yourself into a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> and then going, oh, I can sort this out. Yeah. Don't you find that with music as well, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I find that's a, an exact description of how I make most of these dispatches. <laughs> I think there's... there's a, My thing I always used to say about painting was, the only difference between a good painter and a bad painter is a good painter knows when to stop. And I suppose that that there is something in that about music production as well. But actually, I would say sometimes you need to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's not that's not a, a rule. <laughs> Chris, in rebellion to the theme of this episode that you came up with, I have mm. actually, uh, at this point, kind of abandoned the idea of paint and more, oh, good. <laughs> and more followed the more interesting idea of uh, just the interface between vision and sound. Um, yeah. And coupled with my previous research, uh, I also came across some more interesting software which is kind of the same thing as what you did in the first place super super techie on this one yeah uh some more interesting software that turns uh an image into sound yeah yeah good so i do believe that you also came across this and it's a piece of software called voice yes and um isn't it designed for blind people? Yeah, it was kind of a research, an experimental thing mm. that can enable blind people to kind of kind of see through hearing. It was like a, a spatial spectrum-y yeah, thing. Yeah, so it turns a two-dimensional image on a computer screen, for example, and it scans it from left to right. And uh, the up and down is pitch, and the brightness uh, is volume, I think. And then the left to right is time anyway it's interesting so i'll fire up voice now and uh we can have a listen to what my webcam looks like now and then we're gonna do what is a thing that i've always wanted to do actually this is one of my first ideas for this podcast which is an audio let's play of a video game now i really like let's plays on youtube and stuff you just want to sit there and watch people play video games i find it very relaxing Mm. uh so you can just sit there and listen to us play the game tic-tac-toe uh, using voice. I think we'll probably put a video of this online as well to accompany this. Um, so you can watch this Let's Play it as well as hear it, because I don't know whether this is going to be extremely confusing or I just have no idea. But let's find out. We'll find out. Right, here we go. <laughs> the sound quality of this might have changed a little bit. So currently, uh, the webcam is scanning from left to right. Uh and it's showing the room that we're in. Now it's going to show my face. Hello, bathers. This is the sound of my face. This is the weirdest fucking thing, man. Uh, can you hear my face? <laughs> I'm not really sure what to do with it. Okay, Wait, can I hear my face? Okay, so this is my Whoa. hand up against it, which has made it very dark, so it's quite plain because it can just see my hand. But then, this is the sound of my... I don't know how anybody so can the, make any sense out of this. The pitch goes way up when it's got more space. Yeah. yeah. You so put your face in front of it, Chris. How I does that sound like? put my face in front of it. Here we go. Got very... What would you do then if, like, I put my face in front of it and nothing changed? <laughs> Sounds exactly maybe this is Maybe this isn't for blind people. It's like how to find out who's uh, like a living zombie or something. Yeah. Oh. I'm a poltergeist. But I do like this when you put the... Quietens it down for a little bit. Put my hand right in front of the webcam. Okay. And then... Do you reckon you can play it like a fade? Oh, that's quite nice. I'm bringing my hand slowly away. It's a bit like a theremin. It's like the closest we can find to a theremin. But it's for blind people. <laughs> All right. That's oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so that's what just pictures sound like. Now we're going to play a game. <laughs> so we're going to play a game uh, in this 
uh, voice program. You can play tic-tac-toe. Uh, and it's kind of a way of training you how to do it. I, I have no understanding of how this is going to work. And I feel like the listener out there, it feels much the same as me. Well, so you can watch this video. It's a podcast, Sam. We can't rely on them to watch the video. Oh, this might be one of those bad ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my square is in the middle of the screen now, and you can hear it in the middle. Mm. Now, I'm not certain that this recording is in stereo, but if I go to the left, you can hear it in your left ear, or you can hear it at the start of the thing. Well, I'm deaf in one ear, Sam, so if you put it in the right... Okay, I can hear that still. Yeah. So, but, can you hear that? I can hear that louder. Okay, and that's right. And right, I can hear, but not. So not left, outside. middle, right. I mean, this is a point, an important thing to say. Is this dependent on good stereo hearing? Uh, it's just much more difficult if you don't. But you can try. Oh, thanks. Because you can do it with the timing. So it's like, meh, 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 and then. Well, I can also do it with the cursor that's going across yeah. the screen. And then this is the top. Okay. Middle. Bottom. No. Bottom. Oh, I like bottom. All right. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> like bottom. Mm. Okay, so Chris, I have been practicing this game. Um, and in theory, I should be able to draw with the computer that's also going to play play against me. And I'm not going to look at the screen. And I'm going to play the game. All right. I don't know what's happening. It's it's knots and crosses. We're going to play knots and crosses, okay? But with your hands? Yeah, I'm going to not look at the screen, and then I'm going to move, do it with the keyboard. Like, I'm going to do it like I'm blind, okay? Okay. All right, so I'm going to play the computer at knots and crosses. Hopefully you can see a video of this. You'll see how I do. Hopefully I can draw, because that's what you're aiming for with knots and crosses against the computer, right? So, um, first of all, I'm going to go in the middle. Like, I know that's the middle. So you can hear that the middle one's changed because that's where I've put my knot. And then the computer has gone in the left, on the right bottom, I think. I'm not looking at the screen right now, Chris. You can, okay, yeah. Yeah, vouch for that. So I think they've got on the right because I can hear that it's low and it's in my right. So I'm going to go... I'm just going to go up. Yeah. So I've got the two middle... I think that's the top right... So what you're being given here is the sound, and you're trying to determine the yeah. location of that sound. So I also have to form. figure out where I am. I think I can do that. Where did you think you just went? Hey, I won! You did just win. Hey, I won! I'm still kind of... <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. So the different sounds correspond to the different positions. Okay, I think I do get. I think I do get it a bit more. And but if, I didn't understand when you were telling me this is the middle. This is up. This well, is down. I was like, what? Because I've practiced, so I got got some idea of what all the different <laughs> positions sound like. Okay. I'd be really intrigued how what that sounds like to a, a listener, <laughs> because I we couldn't see what we were doing either. Yeah. I really hope the listeners weren't as stressed as I was. <laughs> it is quite stressful. It's really, stressful. It's really hard. But it, with with some practice, because I've played it quite a bit, so with some practice, you kind of get the hang of where the knots and the crosses are. I tell you what, though, Sam, I'm really glad that I brought a painting made of yogurt. Sort of really, <laughs> really balance out the very, very tech-heavy 
sort of mind-boggling bullshit. <laughs> I'm here in the room. I can see you. But I, I don't know what we've been doing for the last hour. God knows what the listener thinks. So I guess with that in mind, let's come to the final dispatch of the episode. This episode about paint. I said I had a quiz for you. Yeah. I got a big daddy quiz. Yes. And you, you know what it's about, Sam? Oh, paint. Yeah, it's about paint. <laughs> Very much taking a cue from the quiz that you did for the football episode, I have got real paints <laughs> and fake paints. Yes, this is great. These are names of real Farrow and Ball oh, paints. Oh, fancy so paints. The fancy pants, middle class, yummy mummy paints with their stupid names. So what I've got here is a list of... 20 paints, 10 are real, 10 are ones that I just made up, and I'll give you two at a time, like you did with the football one, and just, you have to tell me which one you think is the real one, and which one you think is the one that I made up. Okay. So, let's get down to it. Finisterre and Cromarty. Which is the real paint, and which is the fake paint? Finisterre or Cromarty? That's right. I can't believe either of those is real. <laughs> they both sound like something you just made up. Exactly. Finisterre has the word stare in it to sort of suggest that you might put it on the stairs. I mean, don't think that hard about it. <laughs> but cromity sounds like a word from The Simpsons. All right, this is the first of ten. So, oh, so. shit. All right, let's <laughs> like, get down you know. to it. Okay, you made up the word chromaty. Finisterre is a stair paint. I didn't chromaty is the real farrow and ball paint what color is it i think it's like gray or something an, an enormous amount of these are sort of gray <laughs> <laughs> quite literally 50 shades of gray <laughs> oh dear okay round two london clay or welsh slate london clay or welsh slate which is real and which is fake well, Welsh slate is definitely a colour, so that must be the colour of paint. And uh, is London clay a thing? I don't know. So I think you made it up. So which one are you saying? Welsh slate is a colour. Welsh slate is the real one? Yeah. Oh my god, that's two misses. What, what is London clay? London clay is a uh, colour. I can't remember all what all the colours are. You'll have to look them up. Um, <laughs> I should have made a note of They'll it. They'll be in the sorry. show notes. You can find our show notes on communalbathroom.com. <laughs> Okay, round three. Yellow cake or banana bread? Yellow cake has to be a real one. That's it. You've got one. Yes. Three three down, only one correct. Royal mist or green smoke? I think royal would be a nice... It's a nice paint adjective. So royal mist is the real one. Nope. Green oh, smoke. what? <laughs> <laughs> is that a type of green grey? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. Churlish green. Churlish, no. Or austere ochre. <laughs> I can't believe that churlish green is not a real paint. It can't be. Is that your answer? That's my answer. Churlish green is a real paint. No! <laughs> <laughs> you, you currently have one out of five. I am bad at this. <laughs> I really thought you'd be right up, it'd be right up your street, like middle class Farrow and Ball paints. Um, no. Okay. Okay. Pigeon. <laughs> Come on. Or pony. 
pony is such a posh a posh animal compared to a pigeon. <laughs> but then you just said that everything is grey, so maybe pigeon Pigeon is a real paint. Pigeon is the real paint. No. <laughs> Eve's garden. Oh come on. Or Charlotte's locks. Ooh, that's it. They could definitely be Charlotte's. Eve's. I mean, anything could be at this point. <laughs> anything could be a paint. Um, I think Charlotte's locks is a real paint. That's correct. That is three you've got right now. Bulb or clunch. <laughs> Clunch is not a real... Is that a real... All right. Tell me your answer, Sam. Which is the real paint? Which is the fake paint? Clunch is a word that you've made up. Clunch is the real fucking paint. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say the opposite of what yeah, I think now. Yeah. Oh, God. Clunch. What colour is clunch? It's type of grey. I think it's a grey. I yeah. think it was like a, a white beige. Lots of beiges and greys. Savage ground or, <laughs> or forgiving cloth. Savage Ground is a real paint Savage Ground is a real paint That's four This is the very last one Sam You've got four out of nine so So far I can draw it half 50-50 You can get 50-50 on this one Blizzard or Mizzle (laughs) I mean Blizzard would be a colour of white But I think Mizzle Although maybe you've completely thrown me off By making Now you have actually made up a word I think Mizzle is a real paint. That's correct. Oh. You got five out of ten, which means I made the perfect quiz. <laughs> because that's the whole point, is that some of them sound real and some of them sound fake. And I made it 50-50. So that's the world of Pharaoh and Ball. And that's, that's it for paint. That's it for paint. We've had, we've had lots of challenges in, in the bathroom <laughs> this today. This has been surprisingly challenging. I think that was part of it, though, wasn't it? You know, let's take on something that's going to be difficult. Yeah. We apologise if this has been a difficult listen. We think it might be the best episode we've ever done (laughs) about paint. Yeah, I think it might be one of the best episodes anybody's ever made about paint. Um, It's been an interesting episode. Curiosities have been dredged from the bottom of the paint barrel. I would like to say that this is a multimedia episode. For sure. If you've listened to this and gone, what the fuck happened in this episode? <laughs> there, there will be multiple videos and show notes available to you that will maybe explain some of the things. Oh, and they'll be available on the new website that I've made on communalbathroom.com. Kapow, kapow, kapow. And they say we're shit podcasting. Yeah. There's a link right for you. Yeah. Communalbathroom.com. Was it? Communal- dot com. Dot Communal- com. We have communalbathroom.com, Chris. What are the chances? I we know. got that like two years ago. Yeah. We've not. We've not really used we've not it. loosened our grip but the videos and the images will be on communalbathroom.com you can find them there go to that website and enjoy it of course you can go to our soundcloud page soundcloud.com forward slash communal hyphen bathroom we're on itunes we're on all of the major podcast players hey we're now on google play are we yeah great Great. That's a new one for us. Hello, America. Yeah. Hello, USA. Like us on iTunes, rate us on Facebook. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, go listen to our old episodes. They're all they're all there for your delectation. We've got a, an album about pizzas. Chris has a, 
a podcast, another one called uh, Song Time that he does with Mario D'Agostino. I do. We're currently on hiatus. Uh, <sighs> hiatus. You can catch our first album, aka season, of Song Time uh, at our SoundCloud page. I like these rambling endings. Mm, like rambling these. endings. I like this rambling ending. Yeah, no, this uh, feels like a particularly rambling outro because we've so mentally exhausted ourselves by trying to I'm explain really- things. That are like visual. It's been genuinely audio It's thing. been genuinely hard work this episode. I've been occasionally actually just closing my eyes <laughs> to try and see if I could imagine anyone understanding anything that's going on. Thank you very much for listening, bathers. Find us at all the usual places: Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, all of that. Rate yeah. and review us, like us, please, and uh, we'll see you next time. What's the theme going to be, Sam? I don't know. I have no idea, Chris. Oh, are we going to do that thing where we pick it like a week beforehand again? <laughs> We're going to probably choose it in the next few days, but it's going to be much more gentle than this one. Yeah. It's going to be something easier and more to do with sounds than paint. It's not going to be paint. It's not going to be marker pens. It's not going to be projections or photos. It's going to be something sensible. It's going to be a sensible episode for sensible people. So join us for that sensible bath next time. And hey, don't forget to wash behind your ears. Bye, Bye bathers! bathers.